Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uncertified and Unqualified. I'm Rita. And I'm Anna. And today we are going to be talking about the difference between protests, riots, and lots of other things. Um, we do want to give um, a quick warning just um, to before you continue on with this episode. We will be talking about unjust violence in our recent past, and we don't want to get into graphic detail unnecessarily, but this is a traumatic event to hear about. And if you have experienced these violent events or other similar violent events firsthand or even secondhand, or if you are affected by this and you are not comfortable listening, please exit out of this podcast episode. That being said, um, we're going to start off with some definitions that we think are important to preface the information that is to come. Um, you can find these definitions also under our definitions highlight on our Instagram, which is uncer- which is uncertified non-qualified pod i yes. almost forgot for a minute <laughs> um i tripped over my words there um but for let me just spit them out real fast um a protest is an organized public demonstration expressing strong objection to an official policy or course of action riot is a violent disturbance of peace by a crowd mob is a large crowd of people especially one that's disorderly and intent on causing trouble or viol- violence violence insurrection is a violent uprising against authority or government and terrorism is the unlawful use of violence and intimidation especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims and we found these all on google y'all know what it looks like when you just look up a definition of a word and it pops up for you very quick and easy to find these um just noting that also uh, these definitions sometimes these words are used interchangeably and while there is overlap in some of these words and some things are very similar to other things, uh, it is important to know the differences of them before you um, claim something to be one way or another. Yes. So first, we're going to start talking about uh, protests and a protest goal can actually be various different things. Um, a protest can work to influence public opinion, bring attention to their specific issue, advocate for um, policies or legislation, uh, spread information, connect with others, inspire others, and just really to demand change. So a protest can be also done in many different ways. We have seen in history different protests, including uh, women's suffrage protests, uh, March for Our Lives, multiple instances of disobedience during the civil rights movement, and now uh, we just recently saw a large number of protests for Black Lives Matter over the summer. One stipulation of civil dis- disobedience is that it is definitely 100% nonviolent, but it is also against the law. I mean, it's purposefully done to break an unjust law, and peaceful protesting, however, is protected by the First Amendment, as most of us know. In the United States. So, yes. yes. Um Riots, by contrast, are characterized by violence and is sometimes interchangeably used with protests because sometimes protests can become violent. But this also can be dangerous because the word riot has in itself a different connotation than protests and riots can come in many different forms. MLK, Martin Luther King himself, said that a riot is the language of the unheard and riots can be born out of desperation, which is so true it definitely follows like we said that connotation of the difference in the words i think you could even see that over the summer with um people trying to say like oh martin luther king jr would have been so like disappointed in this but they're cherry picking what parts of martin luther king jr they want to agree with yeah and they're also realize like i don't think they realize that 
Martin Luther King Jr. was public enemy number one to the government. Absolutely. They were not helping him in any state. They didn't want to help him. They, they painted him out to be an enemy of the state, basically. Yeah. So I think you need to take that into context and you need to understand everything that Martin Luther King stand, stood for and understand that don't you can't mani- you can't up. <laughs> yeah you can't manipulate just like with what people say today you can't manipulate what they say to fit what you want to say what they said is what they said in the context that they said it and you can't change that mm-hmm. but anyway continuing um we're gonna move into domestic terrorism um The FBI quite literally defines domestic terrorism as violent criminal acts committed by individuals and or groups to further ideological goals stemming from domestic influences such as those of a political, religious, social, racial, or environmental nature. So using that definition, that by definition, like I said, is the event at the Capitol on January 6th was domestic terrorism it was i mean you can see that it's violent criminal acts committed by individuals to further ideological goals specifically political goals yeah they're they're, they weren't protesting against an unjust law or unjust act they they were terrorizing the capitol building there was no laws they were trying to change there was no social societal they were trying they were trying trying to to suspend the solidification certification of a fair democratic process yes they scaled walls broke windows destroyed the inside of the capitol and as we now more recently know were planning on kidnapping and assassinating members of congress and even vice president mike pence at the time that's not that is not a protest for a cause that's terrorism that is domestic terrorism period period i mean even i mean this is like smaller fact but not as much smaller fact It, it is a little bit specifically speaking yeah there was a man who went into the Speaker of the House's office mm. and sat on her desk and stole her mail, which I get it. Stealing mail, that part's not exactly big, but that is a federal crime. It is a federal crime to it steal is. people's mail. But I just think the fact that he got into the Capitol and got into Nancy Pelosi's office and sat there like he owned the place. Yeah. Disgusting. It is disgusting. It really is. And if, you know, if you're up to it and you feel as though you can, I highly suggest to stay informed to watch those surveillance videos of the Capitol insurrection that have been shown during the impeachment trials. It's it's horrible. It's horrifying. So you need to emotionally and mentally ready yourself before doing so. Mm-hmm. But it just it further shows you that this was not just a protest. Like, it, it was, it's domestic terrorism. Yes. You, you literally cannot label it any other way. You could tell the intent was violent. Yeah. You can see it. I know I just watched video that was new, or I think was new video, um, of them, like, heave-hoeing, like, mm-hmm. into trying to break down the doors against police. And all, they were saying, like... All the, Nancy. While, yep, all the while crushing a Capitol Police officer between his riot shield and the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. It's hard, it's hard to... 
articulate what you feel when you Mm -hmm. see things like that. And I mean, even thinking about even specifically the members of Congress, like, imagine going through that. Oh, absolutely. Like, there were there were members of Nancy Pelosi's team who were in her office, who were locked in one of their rooms, and people, I think there was a double-doored room, there was, and they were locked inside the inner room of the double-doored room, and the the um rioters domestic terrorists broke into the first room when we're trying to bang on the door but luckily they had it barricaded and they didn't get through Mm -hmm. but god only knows what would have happened to them if they would have gotten through Mm -hmm. and i mean it's just it is something very emotional and traumatic to witness and something very emotional and traumatic to live through that was it was so it was it wasn't uncalled for even like the way that they reacted so violently to an election that was just is terrifying Mm -hmm. that's terrifying we don't think of the united states as doing something like that no we like and even even on the other side of the aisle mitt romney was so close they we just found out how close he was to these insurrectionists Mm -hmm. and how close he was to potentially being kidnapped by them and god knows what have happened to him if that would have happened you know yeah mob mentality people it's real yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's there were so many regardless of the physical violence that was shown there were so many anti-semitic fascist extremist symbols that were present you know Mm -hmm. there was the noose and gallows outside the capitol you know which basically suggests the history of you know racial lynching and the gallows representing a punishment for what the terrorists believe was treason by the members of congress which again not treason Mm -hmm. and even for that matter they were calling mike pence treasonous yeah i mean which that was was literally the second in command to Yeah. Donald Trump, the person that they yeah. adore. Now, mind you, former President Trump did t- call Michael Mike Pence a, I think it was a traitor on Twitter. Yes, he did, yeah. Which, Which he incited this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not up for yeah. debate. <laughs> the fact that it is kind of up for debate mm-hmm. right now is absurdity. Also, um, I'm pretty well read in the Constitution. I'm just saying Mike Pence does not have the power to overturn electoral college votes he does not that's not a vice presidential power so like even if mike pence wanted to do something there was nothing mike pence can do he does not have that power that power does not rest in the executive branch there's a reason for that it's because they get voted in through the electoral college so that would obviously be wrong if they were also the ones controlling it Mm -hmm. so uh you know that's just a check and balance of our government so i i we need to understand something that. we learn about in grade school people keep up like uh yeah <laughs> just uh another thing that was present along with the um noose and gallows was multiple confederate flags along with mm-hmm. multiple trump fa- trump flags mm-hmm. you know and I, I saw a joke the other day not that this is something to joke about but it was a meme about you know no wonder they were flying the confederate flag they're the ones that lost and um yeah, I've it's, seen variations of those yeah, jokes. It's it's sad, but it's true. Um and it, it's again not something to joke about, but Mm-mm. just the con- the connection, unfortunately. Thinking historically. The connection makes sense. Yeah. It's ironic. 
It is. It, it really is. And there's also just, there was many variations of flags that have many extremist right-wing um, ties with them. Mm-hmm. And um, there was also other notable symbols there. Like, I don't want to go into graphic detail, but um, there was a, um, someone was wearing a sweatshirt depicting um, Camp Auschwitz mm-hmm. um, in relation, I've, very anti-Semitic. Yep. Um, I've seen that picture. Very neo-Nazi-esque. Mm-hmm. And there was multiple other symbols present. We will actually have a link of the uh, CNN article where it goes into detail on each of the various flags, their meanings, what they're tied to. Um, so if, if you, you want to look more yeah, into if that. If you feel up to it, please go and take yeah. a look just further. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even a sign of just how... This was not, the intent of it was not good because those things stand for horrific uh, ideologies. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Even just looking at the makeup of it and who was there and Proud Boys were there. They were very present there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can even think about at the presidential debate, what did Trump say when they were talking about the Proud Boys? He said, stand back and stand by or stand down, stand by, something like that. Yeah, stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. Like, that's a call to arms. <laughs> it ab- yeah, it absolutely is. And What again, does that say to you? <laughs> again, just furthering the point that he was the kingpin to this entire operation. There, This couldn't have been done without him inciting mm-hmm. it for months. And uh, watching the impeachment trial... You know, you see um, how many. You can see tweets. how people are affected. Like, yeah, no, that the, you the, can the see tweets. the tweets. Yeah, the speeches. Which, again, I'm a little sidetracked, but thank God that that man is not on social media anymore. Because no. just imagine yes. if this impeachment trial was going on as it is currently, and he was still on Twitter. How God only knows that he would try to incite something like that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> counter blessings people yes. he's not on social media anymore and will not be for the indefinite future also anyone who is upset about him being suspended from social media um they're they're private companies and they can do what they, they want. can do what they want <laughs> yeah. you have the first amendment right to free speech but that does not mean that your speech does not have consequences people for sure yeah just yeah yeah there's we- you can't just say anything you want and expect nothing exactly it's not it's kind of like saying, you know, blue lives matter, but when those blue lives get in the way of you uh, storming a Capitol building, mm-hmm. that's when you can pick and choose your battles. No. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick and choose your... I mean, that's pretty evident in the way that they treated police, because they they're the ones who were holding... Now it's a double standard. They were the ones saying, oh, we need to respect our police, but I guess not respect our police when... They're getting in the way when of, they're getting in the way of your wishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, when when they're murdering innocent civilians, doesn't matter. No, that then doesn't then, matter. then then they're fine. Then it doesn't then matter because it doesn't affect then you. Ju- they're just doing their job because it doesn't affect you. No, because it doesn't affect you. Nope, not at all. Yeah. yeah, and this is it's this was a matter of life or death for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it all came down to thousands of people who to- chose to be domestic terrorists that there, day this there wasn't were people who died from this too this wasn't their duty this was a choice that they made and it was a choice that trump made to incite these people mm-hmm. along that vein if this is you might see this as extreme but if 
you listeners know anybody that was a part of this insurrection, if they were in the crowd, if they if they were there, if they took part, please don't hesitate to report a tip to the FBI. And I know that sounds extreme for someone that you probably know. God, it could be a cousin, a friend, an uncle, a parent even. But what they did, they participated in a domestic terror event. Mm-hmm. The, the tip can be anonymous if you choose. And it, <laughs> what was done is inexcusable and shouldn't go without punishment, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the counterpoint to that is don't report false information. Don't. This isn't funny. This yeah. isn't a joke. Don't report. This, this was a serious thing. So if you have a tip uh, that is legitimate and backed and is well-founded, then please don't hesitate because there there are so many people that are going to live with this trauma for the rest of their lives and they deserve to know that they are somewhat at peace one person at a time. The link for the FBI, um, the tipping website, will be also provided in the link page on our Instagram post. So just to kind of cap off here, it's... It's important to know the difference of each instance, you know, circling back to know the difference between protests, riots, mobs, insurrection, terrorism. It seems like a lot, but th- there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Like we said, there's you, you can't just use the label flippantly and freely as you choose. Mm-hmm. And we when we were even speaking of the events, we had we have used different labels for it. And it's not to say that you can't use the labels um for the same things because there is overlap um it's just more of an understanding of the labels what they mean what is the context surrounding them yeah. like how we refer to the people who did this as terrorists and insurrectionists the the overlap is there mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they are interchangeable and mean the same thing but it, it's more of you need to have an, an an educated understanding of what each of these mean and how to use them in the correct sense. And because even talking about the difference between a protest and a riot, those create very different connotations for people. And I know we talked about this before, but it is very important to know the difference and understand it when you're speaking about it. And I know it can be overwhelming sometimes and very difficult when news outlets are calling different things, different things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and one side is painting another one way, but it is, it's very important to know the difference as we were saying, cause it, it makes all the difference. It does. It does make all the difference to know and understand. If you even think about it, it's just, it can change how history is recorded. Absolutely. It can, it can change a, a lot. And I see it as kind of my d- duty to understand the difference because I want to be an educated part in my society that can help people understand and make it easier for people to know what is right and wrong as we all should for this and I think that's kind of why we wanted to make this episode because this was such an important thing in our recent history and it's not gonna be more it's it wasn't one of our we can't joke around with this like this is serious this is not one of our we can have jokes in them, you know, um, and we want, we, we find this very important to know about, very important to understand, and we're hoping to kind of maybe clear some of the confusion for you and help, and that is the purpose of this one. 
Yeah. So, on that note, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you learned a little bit. We certainly learned a bit ourselves. Um, we are uncertified and unqualified. You can find us on Instagram at uncertified and unqualified pod. We are also on Twitter at the unpod. And also, uh, really quick, we will have the links for the sites we use to get our information um, on our Instagram. So you can go and check those out for yourself if you would like more information or just want to look at them for yourself. Yes, and please feel free to share us on other social media platforms. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.